we got into the lifestyle as if there'd been an earthquake or an atomic bomb. Like we didn't ease into it. So we had to fix annihilation rather than fix some small issues that or misunderstandings or... Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 85. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have an interview with M and Steve. Uh, Emily. Well, we call her M. Well, she calls her M. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> but they're a super fun couple from Australia, and... I don't know. You're going to get some laughs in this episode. Well, I would also like to say that if ever there were an episode where you could learn a thing or two. About what not to do? That was <laughs> that was how they pitched it to us via email. That is, Would yes. you like to have people come on and teach your listeners how not to do swinging? It's a it's a super awesome conversation. They've uh, There's some really great conversations about... I go ended up, you know, going to counseling and therapy and how they've worked through this. And so it's a fantastic conversation with the most literal swingers yes. we have ever interviewed. Yep. You're going to enjoy this one, we promise. But first, a couple of quick announcements. We are going on the road. If you haven't been listening lately, um, we're super excited about this. And we are hosting a few meet and greets coming up. So the first one will be in New York City, and that will be on Thursday, October 3rd. If for, you want to find more information, go to the events page on our website. You can also um, sign up for our cool email list there. It's cool? Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. Right. So, yeah, well, that'll be where you'll be able to get the most up-to-date information is on uh, the website and, yeah, through the email list. And we promise not to spam with the email list either. It's just going to be an update about when our meet and greets are. Um, And then you can also RSVP there. So if you do want to come, please RSVP. Just it gives us an idea of how many people are going to be there. And this one is free. Yes. And we're doing another one in Boston later in October. Mid-October. We don't have the date yet. We will or be the location. So if you know of cool locations in Boston, uh, you can find our email at normalizingnonmonogamy.com <laughs> under the contact us page. Yeah, reach out. Tell us, please. And the last one for now is in Toron- Toronto. Yeah, we're going to Canada. It's a Canadian word. I didn't know how to read it. <laughs> you didn't know how to read it. I don't read Canadian. We are doing a meet and greet in Toronto on October 26th. That is a Saturday, but it's going to be an afternoon affair. So don't worry. All of your Halloween parties will not be impacted by this. This will be one of your Halloween parties, however. <laughs> also, this one's going to be really cool. We're actually, we have reserved an entire space uh, for us. Well, not just me and Emma, but for our fans and for the, the people who want to come. And we're going to try something really different on this one. Um, it can be free if you want it to be free. And it's going to be a pay-what-you-want sort of 
strategy. We're going to try this out, uh, you know, mo- moving forward as we do these events uh, where it's more than just uh, we're meeting at a bar. So anytime we're putting on an event that is a little more than just a, you know, your informal meet and greet, we will be doing the pay it what you want method. And that allows you to, if you're able and want to support us, we would love it. And if not, you're able to come anyway. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. But either way, you're going to want to be on that email list. Yes, that's, that's- true. <laughs> Let's go out to the events page. Sign up. Come on, people. Last. No. Close to last thing. Okay, the next thing. Tomorrow. Um, nope, not tomorrow. <laughs> T- tonight. 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 We're recording this the night before. <laughs> tonight at 9.30, there is a Patreon Q&A call. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, good for you. You still have time to make it. And uh, we will see everybody there. We're super excited for it. Yep. That's September 18th at 9.30 p.m. Tonight. Yep. Not tomorrow. Right. Also, back to road trip time. We forgot to mention one thing. Somebody wrote it down out of order. I did. (laughs) Uh, We are, after the Boston affair and after the Toronto affair, we are heading westward to California. We will be. Southern California. And we will be in Southern California for the month of November right now. As a trial period, and hopefully, uh, if everything goes according to plan, it will be a slightly more permanent move, but we don't know for sure yet. We're, We're in flux. Yep. We'll see. So if you're in the Southern California area and please and want to reach out to us, please do. Uh, the other last thing, we not almost the last thing. No, this is the last thing. Okay. The it is it's your list. I know, but you said we were gonna move that up there. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway. We'll see. Uh, back in early August when we went to the Club Euphoria phone party, we had the Pleasure to meet uh, Andy and David, who were the founders or are the founders of Double Date Nation, which is a new uh, website for meeting other people, primarily in the swinging space, but it's open for interpretation, I think. Uh, so yeah, they've they're just launching their site, and it's it's been up for a little, probably close to a year now, or mm-hmm. at least a few months, and they are looking to try and really build up their list. So as you can imagine, when you're creating a site like this, it's sort of that chicken and the egg situation where, uh, you know, right out the gate, everybody wants to join a site to meet people, but there's not a ton of people. So let's uh, give them give them a shot. We're on the site. We've been checking it out the last uh, couple of weeks, and it's it's definitely a step up from some of the other ones in terms of user interface. So they have given us a discount code to try it out for three months for free and help try to build up that base before uh, you have to start paying. Yep. So the code is Emma, or you can just use the links on the resources page. Yep. So check it out. Our website is normalizingnonmonogamy.com. And we look forward to seeing you over there. Find us when you get on there. Say hello. And in the meantime, go listen to Em and Steve. Right? I would hope so, unless they just tuned in for this part. That's true. (laughs) Just wanted to hear the announcement. All right. Well, let's go. Well, you, you two are clearly having a wonderful night, and we... Thank you for spending part of it with us and this is, chatting. This is the problem with doing international interviews is they're well into their evening and we're just crawling out of bed. Yeah, I know. But I know. we're welcome, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Thank you for coming on. 
M and Steve. Yeah. So Thank you. Thank you, Emma and Finn, for having us. And I'm sorry to interrupt your pop tart session this morning, Finn. <laughs> Those are toaster strudels. Okay. You think I'm a pop tart guy? I don't think so. <laughs> toaster strudels? Toaster. I don't think I've ever seen you eat a toaster strudel. Yep. What is a strudel? It's like uh, an expensive pop tart. I've never even yeah. seen a, to- a pop tart. Anyway. It's, it's like a cheap toaster strudel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So. For the listeners who don't know you at all, you know, we've emailed a little bit, but where are you at and who are you? So I'm Em. I'm 48. We've been married for 22 years, together for 24, six kids, all of ours, all belong to us. I mean, they're both they, ours. They, they, they do now, after the kidnapping. <laughs> We're not Brady Bunch. Yeah. Everyone says, are they all yours? And do you have a television? I'm certainly not Mike Brady, <laughs> <laughs> given what he got up to. Um, you? Um, I'm um, Steve. I'm um, 48. and um, A liar. A liar. And, um, He's 50. Happily married to um, beautiful Anne. So, and enjoying it. So much enjoying our life together. Yeah. yeah. And you are coming to us. We just we determined directly on the opposite side of the globe from Where? Western Australia, somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Most isolated city in the world. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We uh, would have been in the same hemisphere if we were still in South America, but nope, not right now. We wouldn't have been much closer. No. Would have. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> So, well, again, thank you for both coming on. Do you mind sharing a little bit about, I guess, why you're here? Why are you on a podcast about non-monogamy? I started listening to you guys, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago, because we entered non-monogamy with a little bit of a bang, And I had done no, we had done no research. We knew nothing. We had no language. We had no rules. We we hadn't even talked about it. And we went from zero to a hundred, literally from zero to a hundred. And it really freaked me out. I thought, gosh, I have to make some sense of this. So I think I reached out to you guys after we'd been in the lifestyle for about six months Mm -hmm. and said, do your listeners want to hear about how not to do non-monogamy? Well, to, we could give you a really great how not to guide. Well, t- take us back to you alluded to. There was one evening in particular where you wound up in a situation from from that zero point to a hundred. Uh, I guess maybe take us back to that night. Tell us what Is happened. That night? That well, whatever. What is it a day? I don't know. Take <laughs> take us back to what happened and tell us what what, what you what you, what you did wrong. Yeah, because if you went from zero to hundred, you have to explain how that okay, how that happened. So, well, that particular night, I don't think we. Did. No, no. I mean, how did we get to the opportunity to get to a hundred? Sure. So, so what happened? <laughs> so we've been together for twenty years that particular year, and our eldest daughter was on a gap year in the UK and we'd never spent more than three or four nights apart ever in 22 years. So because she was very young when she went over, I spent 
a number of weeks with her overseas and because one of our child children has special needs I spend a little bit of time with him in the north of Western Australia we have a where, where he really thrives so we had some long patches where we were apart I think four weeks which was a big deal for us and so we were doing some you know we trying to be a bit sexy and keep in touch over technology and whatnot and we'd been and I said oh, I found this site and it's called RHP for anyone who's in Australia which is you probably heard about red hot pie which is yeah said, it's for swingers and Steve goes oh wow that's amazing this is on a Wednesday and he was flying up to see me on the Saturday and then on the Thursday he said we've got a date on the Saturday and we knew nothing like nothing no language no 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 nothing so so you went from Wednesday you just found out the found out about the site to setting up a date for that Saturday Wednesday from finding out this lifestyle even exists and there is a thing called swingers and you can meet on the internet to going on a date on a Saturday. I found out about the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So hold hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you, uh, what, you're just, you're just stumbling around the internet and you're like, oh, oh, swingers. Like how, how do you get there? (laughs) the first ones to get our gear off at a party and we were always in this has all come to us in hindsight like 2020 you know and we'd always been a little more adventurous than yeah, a little frisky a little frisky yeah. but never done anything with any well that actually we had but um Anyway, so the, the fantasy was we would be having sex and there'd be somebody else in the bedroom or... Anyway, so I sort of thought, okay, well, we're sharing fantasies over the phone. We'll, we'll sex this up a bit and came across this site, sent it to Steve, and the next thing, he's created this profile. Everybody bang. <laughs> <laughs> and, by the way, we're going on a date on Saturday night. And I was like... So I didn't, we didn't know the rules. We didn't know. And, and we were very lucky with the um, first couple we met who were just the most beautiful, adorable people. You we could, were very lucky. Uh, and are uh, uh, still gorgeous friends. So, you know, but, I mean, that was by luck, not not by good judgment on our part. So. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so, so, we, so we had all our kids with us, all six. So we had to play at a hotel, obviously. Which, and and so we sort of thought it was an opportunity to just get all of our sexual fantasies into one night. So Steve flies with a sex swing that he we'd never even seen before that he orders off the internet that arrives like two days later, and we go to we check in early at the hotel room, and he's drilling holes in the ceiling of the um, hotel. Bear in mind. A, we've never been with anyone else, and C, we never used a sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel room is starting to look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> we couldn't find the, a place to the sleep. 
first place I hung it up, um, I'd miscalculated the, the height and it would have been wonderful if we'd had no legs whatsoever. <laughs> so, not, not so, good. so I had to dismantle it from there and then the drill broke. So that's, you know, it was just, it was a one. So, so, was one so you had to, had to go down to the hotel and ask. <laughs> it, was one, it was one trip to the hardware store after another, I can tell you. <laughs> Just, so just my little tip for swingers is buy good quality drills. Yeah. <laughs> so did you think the term swinger meant you had to have a swing? Is that was that part of being brand new? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't know. And I thought that, you know, if you'd going on a date, it meant it was we were like a sure thing, like it was like I mean, we just we hadn't we people say what rules did you have? We're like Rules? Do you have what? What? What are rules? The only rule was there we, weren't wait, no rules. <laughs> yeah, like we're just I, we're diving in deep right away. Like this, you're going right for it. You know, with the benefit of hindsight, it was very lucky. We that, were lucky that the other couple were so beautiful, and um, it could have not been great. It was great, but well, that was my luck. So. so had you had you talked about in the two-day run-up to this event. <laughs> had, you t- had you talked about, like, here's what I would like to do, here's what I'd like to see you do, here's you just show up, start drilling holes, and... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was worrying about my hardware. <laughs> we, we, I didn't have time for idle chit-chat. We had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea. And then so we bring these people back to the hotel room, and it's tropical northwest Australia, so it's hot. And there's a like an outdoor spa. I think you call it a hot tub thing. Yeah. And so they, because they're seasoned, and they strip off and come in, come in. And I'm like, Ooh. so we all hop in, and and then the next thing I know, Steve and the female who's yeah, lovely. And gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen him kissing with anybody, being with anybody. We hadn't talked about. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. so that sort of moved off into it. We hadn't discussed rooms together. Do we need to stay? Because we had no language. We had nothing. And then so we, so I started kissing the guy and then we thought we had to we thought we'd better use the sex swing <laughs> yeah after the amount of effort i'd kind of put it up so, <laughs> i've got it in myself if need be. <laughs> so away we went and that was that night but they went then there's a sort of a lifestyle event that was happening in australia and in queensland a couple of weeks later and they said, oh, we met this couple, they're, they're newbies. And um, the people that were on the lifestyle event with them said, they are not newbies. <laughs> I guarantee you, they are not newbies. Newbies do not create Swiss cheese out of their hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold, okay, hold on. We got to go back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like. Or leading into this night, were either of you concerned? Were there worries, or was it just like oh, she's scared? Yeah, yeah. We were, we were like we hadn't. We, were we weren't both. really scared. 
they were just deers in the headlight. Yeah. Yeah. They had no idea what was going to happen. In your, in your 20 year, yeah, in your 20 year relationship, you had never really talked about other people or anything like that? Uh, we'd never talked about other people. We'd had, we'd had, we'd, <laughs> we'd had some moments, for example, at one of our 40ths where, um, well, the day after our wedding, for example, which we would probably, we were married down south, would probably, if we'd had the language, we would have described as parallel play mm-hmm. in the sense of our best man and his now wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we, yeah. we'd been in the hot tub in our room and, and you know, yeah, people were getting frisky. Yeah, so yeah. if we'd known what that was, we, that's probably what we would have discussed, called that. And then I, at my 40th, we have a hot tub at our house and one of my girlfriends had been f- playing with you in the... She'd been doing a bit of downhill skiing with her husband and me in the hot tub, but nothing, you know, nothing that you wouldn't you do. Know, you. you know the downhill yeah, yeah, skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But nothing that you couldn't do at church. <laughs> no, but she said, she said, I remember hopping out of the hot tub and saying to one of my girlfriends, should, he, should I be upset that my best friend is um, giving my husband, playing with my husband on my 40th birthday? And I remember the outrageous bit was that it happened on my birthday, not that it had happened at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're a little, I guess we were a little... That was the only yeah. Sort of... It was all, you know, just all good friends. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing yeah. yucky. Yeah, nothing so yucky. Not... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so going into this night, there was really no prior. There was some prior hints. Some, yeah. Some yeah. some tastes, but nothing. The yeah. nothing you had really discussed about it, and you kind of both went in totally blind, other than. A Completely wrong. Yeah. A sex thing. But were you like, were you worried? Like, and were you worried? Like, what's going to happen? Is he going to fall in love with another woman? Is, oh, what if, hey. Yes. No, 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 no. Not then. But afterwards, I just about sent myself crazy. Afterwards. After that one night. Well, no, 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 no. No, no, not, no, no, no. But no. explain what happened after the first night. You said, Jenny. So. <laughs> I think after the first night, Steve got a little bit of that, not so much NRE, but that real, oh, my God, this is so exciting. Let's just, we don't have much of a filter, like in the sense that neither of us is a very good handbrake for the other person. So he sort of attacked it with zeal. Yeah. You were quite enthusiastic yeah, about this. I was um, for a bit. Um, so that was a bit tricky for me and because I didn't know anything. I thought, like, I literally didn't know there were podcasts. I hadn't read any books. And so because I didn't know anything, I hopped online like you do and I found a lot of things that started talking about polyamory and relationships and all I could see, because we went from zero to full swap in the space of an hour, literally, I thought we were going to be on this trajectory towards an open marriage and polyamory and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. 
mm. for me. Mm. And I did behave very poorly in that um, time of, you know, mania until I realised that my true love was... Um, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, I always knew that my true love was money, Kitty. My true love was home improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, honey. No, no. So we no. So you organised. From there we went. You you got a little bit addicted to the excitement of the people are pinging us and people are calling or people are yeah. sending messages and and then you know and that and that was really bad. It was really bad for my and I'm very sad. Well, it's just a little bit challenging. Yeah. Um, but the next thing we know, we're having a house party. At your house. Yeah. The next yeah. thing I know, we are having a house party. And that, that was the de- next. That was the next day. I'm assuming you flew back <laughs> home, had the house party. <laughs> Pretty much. No, I think there were two weekends in between. <laughs> okay. So, so you, yeah. So you just. I love that deep breath you just took. <laughs> well, I'm just. We we. I think before we go to house party, we have to we have to wrap up that first night, right? Like so. So it was a full swap and things. Well, I mean, did you both enjoy it? Yeah. I think everyone enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed yeah. it. And, and with, as I said, the people are the most. And we're still great mates with the couple. Great couple. And Interest. we've mixed our families. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've introduced our families. Yeah. We know their kids. And we couldn't they... speak highly enough about them as as um, people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just, they are just great people. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. really that's really awesome that you got lucky with the first oh, people that you met. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not so lucky at yeah, the house party, but um. Well, and and coming out of that first night, were you both? I mean, clearly, it sounds like like Steve was like, "Hell yeah, this this whole thing is for me." How how are you feeling, Em? Was it? Were you also like, "Yeah, no, I had a really great time. I want to keep doing this," or were you? I mean, this was sort of maybe before you had discovered that you were on the the, the path to polyamory. Were you coming out of that, <laughs> coming out of that first night? Were you excited? Were you? Was it good for you? I mean, was it an enjoyable evening? And it was fun. It was fun. And and funnily enough, the next day, I was the, you I good. was you know looked like I'd been hit over the head with a um, mallet, and um, you know was wondering what was going on. You were in shock. Yeah. Yeah, I was and, okay. And you were super cool. And I said, "Look, it's just, it's just sex. You know, it's fun. It was adults playing. It was nothing bad. Our family's not." But that was the day after. Yeah. And then it subsequently, I think yeah, you yeah. took that as permission to. I meant, don't feel so bad about it. I didn't mean take it and run with it to the ends of the earth. Mm. Yeah, but it was exciting and new and something that you wanted to experience and wanted to keep going with. Mm. Sure, that time, yeah. 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 So So you went from, is there any other questions from that night? Well, how many swings did you hang for the house party? I'm assuming it was (laughs) rows of them. We couldn't find anywhere suitable to swing, to to hang it that was... um, that was we thought was going to hold the way of the swing. And it wasn't from Wanda trying, I can tell you. <laughs> At our place. Um, no, so the, the house party was 
a couple of a few weekends later. A few yeah. weekends later, but this first play we played out of town. So yeah. second play is house party at our house. Um, and I hadn't been particularly well, and Stephen had just gone ahead and organised what six couples, five couples. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and it was just couples. presented as a fait accompli. They're coming Saturday night. They'll be here. Um, so, this, so this was a, a solo planned party, and he was just like, "Everyone, no, coming? it wasn't. wasn't it was a, not completely solo planned, but it was a, certainly something that was a." It was solo planned. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you get presented the guest list, and by yes, the way, they're all they're all coming over. Okay. Yeah, and and um, make sure there's some orders, and I'll do the drinks, and um. Yeah, yeah. Clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Snap, snap. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure the pool's clean. Make sure the hot tub's hot. Um, Make sure the kids are out of the house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh we, we went to so much trouble to get rid of the kids. We had to pretend that we were fumigating the house. <laughs> so we made them all stay in everybody else's. We rang our friends and said, you have to have this one and you have to have this one and you have to have this one. <laughs> and you know, the next day because the nasty poison was still with you. <laughs> <laughs> People actually bought it. We can't use that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fumigation, regular fumigation is the key to cleanliness. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> now we fumigate every weekend. So how did the so tell us how the house party went? Very, very badly. Very, very badly. It was um <laughs> it was not great. We we <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of the couples were really sweet and it was all fine. You but have we met any of these couples before? Oh no, no, no. They just ended up at our uh, place. Not in this life. No. Yeah. <laughs> we've all we've all met before at some stage. No. Yes. <laughs> but you no. essentially invited a bunch of strangers to your house. Yeah. Nail on the head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Come to our house. We don't know you from a bar of soap. Um, and the, the, there were three couples that were really lovely, yeah. and we yeah. would see again. And yeah. there were we. Sadly, they all left very quickly. <laughs> we, we invited a couple, which we've since the local scene's not so big, um, and we have since found that we invited a well-established, quite aggressive couple who managed to, bear in mind this is our second play, very adeptly a, get rid of the other guests without, without us sort of realising what was happening and also B, separate us into quite separate areas of the house. So I felt really unsafe and yeah. you didn't feel very safe. Tell me never what <laughs> Um, I was a victim of domestic violence. <laughs> so, so, so Mama was getting slapped around in one bedroom by this woman, like, um, like it was a like it was a Christmas ham. But um, just, you laugh about it, but that's not a that's not no, a. No, no, you know, it, it was it was, it was anything. It was not your place. It was not your place, so, yeah, but. Um, yeah. 
And and meanwhile, I was out the back um, getting tied up like a... Christmas turkey. Christmas turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve came out the back. I was tied up. <laughs> I was shabarished within an inch of my life. I think it took about two hours to untie me. She looked like she'd been attacked by a giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, everybody else had left the house. So it's just now you and this other couple and you've been yeah. sort of isolated. Now. Yeah, I think everyone yeah, else went. I think everyone else had gone, <laughs> gone home for a... Went, whoa. <laughs> So that yeah, that was um That wasn't so that wasn't so great. Super fantastic. So we did have a little we went and had a little bit of counselling after that. Um which yeah. was um Yeah, which was well needed. Yeah. So you didn't jump in and have another house party two weeks later, did you? No, we did not. <laughs> you are you are correct you are like Nostra Limara, I shall call you now. You predicted that very well. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so can you take take us through how like how you were able to recover from this and how, like what you did to correct and what like what has changed since then and how how you approach it now versus then because it was interesting, right? You started off with a bang, like you said, and it was good, and then you kept that bang going and it got really bad and so that's kind of that can kind of mess with you yeah well and but i think i i I think also it all happened in such a short time that hearing you say that doesn't really make sense in the sense that it, it was almost like it all happened at the same time so it wasn't like it went good and then it went bad it was still sort of the same experience if that right. makes yeah. sense. No, no, that's fair. Only a couple of weeks apart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and all yeah. all very new. Um, so then we then we started to think that perhaps we should discuss. By this time, I had a chance to listen to some podcasts, and they'd said communication, 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 talk, 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 rules, 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 or boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So we tried to, didn't we? We tried yeah. to. Yeah set some boundaries yeah. Um, because I said, I just don't want to do this anymore and you were so sad about that. Yeah, I was still in my sort of mania stage. That I just, I just didn't want to, you were getting so much pleasure that I figured that it's not like I wasn't, if I could have got over feeling unsafe and I could have got over you organising things and we could have put some boundaries in place, it would have been okay. So we sort of worked from there. So we that so then we we so then we thought we'd um do that. Um we thought we okay, so we thought it's not working well having house parties with people we don't know. Maybe we should go and see what it's like to go to a club on the understanding that we weren't gonna play. And we were just going to see what it was like and we were going to see, you know, who was there and whatnot. So we'd been in the club for, I don't know. And, guys, let me just describe the club to you. Can you imagine, um, I know you guys um, can, can you imagine a part of Detroit which would be in a movie about urban decay? (laughs) We 
we've we've been to such clubs, not necessarily in Michigan, but yeah, in in parts of the country. All all I wanted to do was get out my scrubbing brush and yeah. some exit mold and some euthanasia tablets <laughs> and first of all euthanize most of the people there and then tidy the joint because it was a pigsty. It was awful. So we walk in with another. And I say that in a lovely way. We, we walk in. And we, I, I, so the deal was we were going to try what it was, just go and see. We were going to watch. We weren't going to play. We were going to be voyeurs for the evening. We'd gone with another couple. We're going to be cleaners for the evening. I realise what we're talking Anyway, <laughs> I lost sight of him for five seconds. I promise you it was five seconds. I looked around. I couldn't find him anywhere. I walked up the stairs into a room. He is tied to a St Andrew's cross with this woman beating the crap out of him with a paddle. <laughs> I lost my shit. Yeah. Oh, Steve. I've been tenderised in the last <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Um, but, but I, I think that was fair reaction, don't you think? Well, yeah, yeah, considering... You know, <laughs> yeah. If the agreement was you were going... And nothing was going to happen. I would say, I would say, Steve, this one, you might not have done this one right. <laughs> You're a wise man. <laughs> so this was a couple of weeks after the house party? No, or? no this, this was, um, this about, was some months. This is about three months yeah, yeah. Okay. later. And you had, you had, you said you had gone and done some counseling in there as well to to try and to try and just. Make me feel a bit safer in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of putting some boundaries that would make me feel safe. So mm-hmm. the issue was the first boundaries that we put in place lasted literally the time it took you to get up the stairs and get tied to a cross, which wasn't long. Which wasn't long. Was so that was yeah. that was challenging yeah. because yeah. So you, when you, when you see when you say feel safer, are you meaning? Like physically safer or safer in in the relationship? Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both. After yeah. that, after that. After being tied up like a um, Charlotte's Web and then um, being separated. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that we, was, were, that was, we were yeah. we were legitimately corralled into separate areas. Right. Um, and I mean we we we've been together for a very long time we've got children with special needs we've got you know we, we're good communicators and I we thought we were good communicators mm-hmm. and it was a shock I think to find that we perhaps weren't well it was interesting because when we went to counseling it turned out that we weren't being counseled about being in the lifestyle we were being counseled about the fact that we weren't communicating, which was interesting because yeah. we thought we were good at communicating because the sex bit wasn't even... No, that, that wasn't... It wasn't on the radar I don't know if you guys the therapy. Have, maybe you guys have found that, that common in your, you know, with all your knowledge of the um, um, lifestyle people, that often the issue that surfaces in the lifestyle is one that's inherent in the marriage anyway. Yes. Yeah. Not, not, you know, it's and it's sort of 
I don't know, it's, you know, it's a pimple that's popped by the lifestyle, but it's not a pimple that didn't exist before. And, yeah. you know, we've had the most we, beautiful we marriage. We, and, yeah, we're as close as... You know, and always have and always will do. But um, that that was a very interesting... Time. Yeah, well, it was a terribly traumatic time, but I think a very interesting time because it was sort of making us reevaluate. You know, are we are we really properly Com- communicating? Leaving aside all this fiddling around and you know, yeah, you know, recreational hobbying lifestyle stuff. Um, you know, are we properly communicating anyway? You know, so um, and, and I'm sure other people have different things. They're probably happy as clams until they get in the lifestyle and it's a disaster or it's great or. You know, well, yeah, it definitely happens. Well, and I, I think what what you touched on there is is something that, that a lot of people experience, which is it the lifestyle can sort of act like a magnifying glass, right? So, yeah. if if there's cracks in the foundation, they can get amplified very quickly, and it sounds like that was sort of sort of what happened. Yeah, yeah or, or, but not really. That is because I mean, perhaps. I think in our case, we didn't even, we got into the lifestyle as if there'd been an earthquake or an atomic bomb. Like we didn't ease into it. So we had to fix annihilation rather than fix some small issues that or misunderstandings or that had sort of crept up along the way. It was like this, as I said at the beginning, from zero to 100, it was a major. It was a major car crash. Right. Um, well, it, was very, it was very scary. I think for both of us, it was certainly very scary for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, maybe so. Maybe let's let's jump ahead really quick to where where you are today, like how you approach it today. Because this has only been like yeah a year ish total, yeah. right? Yeah. It's coming up sort of two years now. Okay. Okay. No, it'll, it'll be two years in October. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So so let's jump up to today, where you are and how you do it, and then let's like jump back and say how how did you get there and why did you like why did you keep going right because it would be easy for people to look at what happened and them to say like and why are you even thinking about trying to keep doing this and why are we still going for it but. Can I answer that question first? Absolutely. Because, because um, we, in that, between the house party and the St Andrew's Cross, um, Stephen had booked us a trip to Desire. So, <laughs> so it, was the it was the non-refundable deposit. That's what kept <laughs> you coming back. <laughs> so, so we did that as well. This and that was we, fabulous. We had a really great time. We, we just loved it. It was great. As you know, the people are friendly. It was gorgeous. We had a lovely time. We, the food is fantastic. The food is, <laughs> so we came back and then it was his birthday and um, we got outed basically. And I'll come back to the outing if you're interested. But... Okay. At the point where we got outed, because we're both lawyers in a small town and we it's just not where I wanted to be 
um, so we had some more counselling at that point and it got to the point where the counsellor said, you know, are you prepared to stay in this marriage or do you want to leave? And I said to Steve, you know, you need to make a choice. I'm not going to make a choice for you. You need... I'm not sure that I can keep up with you or do I want to keep up with you. You need to choose. And he said, I don't think I can leave the lifestyle. And for me that was like, like, that was. Yeah, extremely hard to hear. That's devastating. Yeah. Um, And I had, we had other stuff going on in our lives at the time we um but so we we kept going with the counseling and it wasn't that I didn't want to be in the lifestyle we didn't want to be in lifestyle it was just that like there was no boundaries that we could put in place that it seemed that you could adhere to so to answer your question what are we doing differently now um We've gone through the boundaries and the and the what I need to feel safe, and we're doing better. Yeah, I think we're doing well. We're, yeah. Um, in it. Um, so what? You you go ahead, and I'd like to hear what you think our yeah. boundaries are. Well, you know, um, an absolute boundary for us is um, that we that we stay together um, in a um, in a lifestyle environment and. Close proximity. Yeah, you know, where Nick can always see me and I can always see her and, you know, we just, we, we're just we just shoulder to shoulder and side by side and, and, and nothing happens unless both of us are... That's a big yeah. one. When Sam said nothing happens unless both of us are happy. Yeah. I'm you know. such a people pleaser that I found myself in situations where I really should have said no. Yeah. So I had to learn to be assertive and I have had to learn to say instead of saying that makes me feel uncomfortable and expecting Stephen to say recognize that that means no I've had to learn to say no and also I think I've you know I think we've we've both approached and I've become more you know like you know recently we we there's been occasions where we've looked at each other and we've both gone Oh, you've getting, become a little bit more discerning. Yeah. Your mania has kind of... Yeah, has, has, has eased off. I've yeah. gone through my life crisis. I've had that little time. Yeah. You, you put that in due course, Finn. So. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I'll get there. Yeah. yeah. That midlife crisis? Yeah. yeah. 35 years, you'll get a midlife crisis. <laughs> I'm planning to hit midlife around 70 <laughs> if, everything goes, if everything goes according to plan. <laughs> That's a very but, wise yeah, but and to your point, you know, being the people pleaser and trying to like learn to say no, uh, that can be very challenging because I can relate a lot to where you're coming from on that, and um, it's it's really difficult to either get out of a situation sometimes or uh, stop it before it goes any further because a Absolutely. lot of a lot of times you you just you don't want to be the party pooper, right, or like somebody who just like cancels all the fun. You don't want to be the party pooper, absolutely, and you don't want to be the 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 blocker, and you right. don't want to. I don't want to rock the boat. The other thing that I do is, if I'm going to do something, I do it. 
100%. A hundred percent. So if I've, if I've decided I'm not going to rock the boat, I probably on the outside look like I'm having a really great time. Yeah. So that's a very conflicting message to send that, yeah. I, that I've been giving off to when I come home and it looks like on the outside I've had a really great night, but I've actually felt quite um, uncomfortable the whole night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's I've had to learn to become more assertive. So, you know, in, in a lot of ways I'm a much more uh, self-aware, more assertive person and not just in the lifestyle but generally, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know and just as a little practical skill because I think um, from a guy's point of view it's always good to have a little practical skill and I'm, I'm certainly an example to be learnt from not, an example to be followed. Um, so I'm not. I'm not a preacher. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bad example that people, other people, shouldn't follow. But I think a, a, a really a, a super practical little thing that we've um, introduced is into our dynamic. Yeah, yeah, or into our um, you know lifestyle dy- um, you know dynamic is that we don't play on the first date and set up a first date for a, for a time when it's a limited time, you know, breakfast, lunch, um, quick drinks after work before everyone's got to get home so that there's... And then, you know, if everyone likes each other, we're not hopefully going to die in the next fortnight or the next month or the next six months. Yeah. You know, there's no rush about it. You can always yeah. come back. And that took you a long time yeah, to learn. I sure, think you thought you were think... going to meet these people once and if you didn't grab hold of it immediately, and then the opportunity immediately was vaporized. to disappear. Yeah, and... Yeah. And, and, you know, that's just silly stuff. And, and that's a practical thing. Yeah, but I think that's something that's actually pretty common, though, when you get into these types of relationships and, and um, swinging specifically because you, you don't want to miss out on something that could potentially happen. Sure, but, I mean, you know, you aren't... If the people are worth catching up with, exactly, yeah. Up with us, no, it's and, it's and, good to and, be patient, and it also gives that opportunity for everyone to go away and have a bit of a think. Yeah, yeah. Without it seeming like anyone's getting you know rejected or all this situation that even <laughs> just described um, that that um, you know the, the party pooper thing because you know if you're having breakfast and everyone's got to run off to do. This, that, or the other. No one's a party pooper. It's just right. the fact yeah. that we've got that's, real life. That's to taken us a long time sure, to get sure. to. But, but I'm, I'm just trying to yeah. make a suggestion that we could pass on to others that yeah. say going through the. Well, like Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Jones say, and I came across them rather later than wish I sh- wish I had, or even you know, Swinger Diaries. All of the ones that we all listen to. Um, you know, regret the things you don't do, not the things you did. Well, we regretted every single thing yeah, we did. I certainly regret for a long, like that was we got not, that. Not every maybe. single thing we did. I mean, we didn't. But but I certainly regretted a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. Well, and I, I think you know, going back to that, it's it's very easy when people get into this at the very beginning. The, the mindset can very easily switch to, like, first of all, I can't believe this is actually happening. 
And so what if this doesn't keep happening and this is our one chance to do everything that we ever wanted to do. So we have to do it tonight. And you encapsulated exactly where Steve was in his life at that. He thought I'm turning 50. I'm I'm paraphrasing you now, but I'm turning 50. I'm getting old. I'm my life. I'm, I'm going to die. Very soon, probably when I'm 50 in three days. But you yeah. went into, into, into this, I've got to do yeah. everything I haven't already done. and well, right. well, yeah. but, on the, um, but on the flip side, the, the hard part there is by, by going at it the way you went at it, and this isn't something that, that you can logically piece together at the time, I think, is that all of the things that happened would have been the reason that it never happened again, rather than if you had been able to take the time and enjoy it like you do now, it's now more of an infinite resource that you can come back. If it doesn't go well, you come back and try again. You can come back and try again and you can meet different people and make, make each other feel safe. And that's, that's what allows us to not be a finite resource for the two of you. Not the let's, let's cram it all into one crazy ass night or weekend or whatever. And yeah, like our first night, we suddenly thought, oh, wow, this is our opportunity to get every single fantasy that we've ever had. And we're going to squash it in. Oh, not every single one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the house party was for, right? <laughs> yeah. So but over, overall, it sounds like on, on both of your parts, but, um, you know, you've had a lot of growth and a lot of learning and it's, it's, yeah. it's been you know, there's been a lot of stumbles along the way and um, a lot of face plants. Yeah. 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 The, the, and I don't, I'm, I'm not polishing a turd as we say here in Australia, but. That might all. be really rude in um, America. Oh, no, many things are rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, if, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm super amazed and, Proud of M that she has, you we've know, come through uh, it. stuck we're, with we're, me. We're be- no, but it wasn't yeah. even. A, but we're yeah. better. We're better. We're closer. And we've had, you know, and now we're having fun. It's it's a it's a fun sort of you know hobby like beekeeping or um, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Well, don't really get sung too much. <laughs> so that so that's the the question that I I mean you touched on it a little M but like why why did you stick with it like what. What kept you wanting to come back? Well, especially when, I mean, Steve said he wanted to choose the lifestyle. He was obviously, you know, um, not to put words in your mouth, Steve, but you were you were really facing that moment in your life where if I, is, you know, if I don't do it now, it's never going to happen. And um, most people, like, um, if you, in, in your shoes, might have taken a step back and be like, well, then I don't need this at this time. However you've been together for a long time, you have family together, there's a lot of other considerations. Well, well, that's when the, the, the therapy came in, I think, that next week, and we discussed exactly that in those words, mm-hmm. and the therapist said, you realise, um, well, she said to me, are, are you going to walk? Are you going to leave? And I said, yes, I am going to leave if and I think that was possibly was it a wake-up call I think he just 
suddenly went, I'm going to yeah. lose everything that's dear to me. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. I think I got a, you know, um, Finn, you'll get to this as I've said in many, many decades, but, but guys, if, um, if your listener is my age, um, it's not uncommon, I think, for guys of um, my advanced age to have this. 50. Yes, very advanced age, darling. Um, <laughs> not really, but you know, go ahead. Sort of, you know, weird bloody um, head fuck that goes on for, and, and and it was a bit of a mania for a while, and then I, I sort of came to my sense. I thought, what the hell? You know, I've got this beautiful woman who I adore, and and has been by my side, and I want her to be by my side till I die. I'm not. I'm not actually probably going to die till I'm. Oh, hi. Immediately. Um, so, you know, it doesn't need to be like this. And 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 thank Christ he stuck with me through it. So Because it wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry, M stuck with me through it. it. And also, but it's, it wasn't the, it's not the, the lifestyle part of it per se that was upsetting me. It's not the, it wasn't the sexual part of it. It wasn't the. We've made some beautiful friends who we yeah. love, who I consider to be part of our family now. You know, we, we've fundraised with these people. We've, we've, you know, we've yeah, done it, all these incredible things. Mates outside of, yeah. And so that wasn't the issue. The issue was that I was being put in a situation where the person that trusted, that was meant to care for me the most wasn't showing that. looking after yeah. me in a situation where I felt very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that is what was the cause of me leaving. It yeah. wasn't the lifestyle. It was that I was asking for some things that couldn't be met. And if they couldn't be met, it could. I, I guess it could have been any situation. It didn't have to be the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It, that just happened to be the, the situation where I'd reached yeah. my... Yeah. I think it would, I'd say, just for that for that brief period, that sort of six months or whatever, I'd, I'd, I'd put it into a um, case of a spouse, a, a partner staying with their partner through a period of addiction to um, gambling, to drugs, to some bad vice. Mm-hmm. You know that had to be gotten rid of, maybe to Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they might have to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, but I think that's a good point, and that was sort of the the whole crux of what I was getting at. Is it would have been very easy. I think that the flip side of this you would normally hear is not the someone someone in the relationship in this case, Steve, saying. I don't think I can give up the lifestyle and the other partner saying, okay, well then I have to find a way to get on board with that. It would have been, I don't think I can keep going in the lifestyle and the other person being like, okay, Hey, then we're done because the marriage is more important than, than the lifestyle. And it's, it sounds like for you, um, it wasn't that you didn't like the lifestyle. You enjoyed what you were getting out of it. It was, you didn't feel safe. And you didn't feel that the things you were asking for were being respected. And if you could get those, 
then let's go and have a great time because I'm enjoying, I'm getting something beneficial out of this. Absolutely. Correct. A hundred percent correct. I was meeting people that I enjoyed speaking with. I was meeting intelligent people. I was meeting clever people who were witty and funny and sexy. It was just that I wasn't, I didn't feel safe because my partner wasn't doing the things that you just said. You know mm-hmm. 100% correct. And, um, and since you've been able to start to get those things, have you seen now changes and shifts in your relationship, like improvements that, that have really like been highlighted now moving forward? Oh, I think so. I think we're, we're in a very, we've been in a very happy place for... Look, yeah. we've, we've moved forward in lots of ways, um, bringing it without trying to be crude or whatever, but just even bringing it back to our sexual Mm -hmm. relationship. I've never been terribly comfortable with you wanting to give me oral sex because I've always been like, oh, it's my body, oh, I wouldn't. We we call them oral pleasure, don't we? (laughs) Yeah, can can you not use the S word? Come on. But suddenly I find that's a bit of a pulp fiction quote there. So, but suddenly I find that um, I like women, which was a new thing for me. Um, and it's oh, a coincidence. I like them too. <laughs> and so suddenly I'm like, this is really fun. Now I can see why you like this. So that has been great for us. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were, we were always being had a great sex life but that's something I've always felt that was something that I was taking rather than it would be enjoy I don't know so sexually it's made me more confident and that's made us closer I guess in that way and I I just think that we're that the whole you know the counseling that we went to and the whole lifestyle process has I wouldn't for one second, um, um, diminish the... You wouldn't approach it in the way you ever approached it? No, I would not approach it in the way I approached it. <laughs> and if I, could, if I could turn back time, as she would say, I would turn it back, not quite in the way that she would, but um, I can't do that. And with the, you know, I think that we've, that we've really gained a lot in our... And, and I've gained a lot because I've become much more open emotionally, I think, and we're very... We have a bit of language now yeah. in the sense that I've been given some words where I can actually say this is a Damn, it's, it, this is a, a, a moment where you really need to listen, mm-hmm. which may, is signal for I really fucking mean this. Don't just hear me. This is important. Yeah. And I, you know, I never want to. I'm, I'm very much the kid who's touched a burning stove, and I don't want to put my hand up. You know, I've learned: do not touch burning stove. Don't put hand on it again. Yeah. Um, so I hope I can, you know, that that lesson um, persists. And the other thing I'd say about the lifestyle, guys, and I'd be very interested in your feelings goes. about this. Uh-huh. Is it is wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to just have a chat with another couple 
and to be able to talk about sexy things that you can't talk about with vanilla friends, even though you might not, you know. Find each other attractive. Yeah, you know, you can just have a chat and stuff. There, there's no, it, it seems like there's no, it strips away the boundaries of normal social convention that means, you know, oh, I can't discuss this or that or the other. Yeah. Do you guys feel the same? Oh, yeah. I, just, I mean, I think having open-minded friends, no matter whether, you know, you have you have sex with them or not, it, it's all yeah. about having those open lines of communication and you can have conversations about anything. And once you take those filters down, you immediately become much closer friends. Yeah. 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 Which has been, and that's another reason why I didn't, going back to Finn's yeah. question, I didn't want to walk away from the lifestyle. Right. Because we made beautiful friends. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, people that have got open hearts and, you know, forget about all the sex stuff. It's just the, just beautiful people. Yeah. Well, and I, you, you kind of answered the question I was going to ask before I, I was just about to ask it is it, you know, it sounds like at the beginning, Steve, you were very much in overdrive trying to make all of these things happen. And my question was going to be, now that things have slowed down and it and you've had to sort of walk some of that back, are you content with that? And it sounds mm-hmm. like very much that you've you've realigned your entire strategy and your goal is not now like let's see how fast we can hang things in the <laughs> hotel room. It's, it's very much like there let's see hotel rooms that have suitable beams. <laughs> I I was I the logistics of it were puzzling me. I, <laughs> But this is not a structural engineering podcast, so I was <laughs> avoiding it. But it, it sounds like you very much like right what you just said is that you've shifted your entire focus and your entire strategy is it's about meeting the people and it's about enjoying the time together. And then if the swings get hung, that's perfect. If they don't, that's fine too. And oh, sure. And I mean, to say that I had a strategy would be to repeat <laughs> Grossly over-exaggeration, <laughs> whatever is in my minuscule mind. Um, so, a strategy. Yeah, a strategy. like watching you play darts. <laughs> What's that strategy? <laughs> <laughs> Just aim at the board and hope you hit something. No, I'm removed you. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, just go with the flow and, and, and you know, lovely and, and you know, Meet meet beautiful people, and if they if if one thing leads to another, then that's great. If it doesn't, that's great too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And also, also there is in the lifestyle everyone needs to accept. Well, I mean, first of all, there's going to be people that aren't everyone's cup of tea. That that doesn't reflect on either couple, or right. or and and I'll come back to another point in a second. Secondly, I think there are some people in in the lifestyle like there are in the general community that most people, if they knew them, would say, avoid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are not super people for one reason or another. And the other, um, but the point I was going to come back to was that the four-way connection is a very elusive thing and, and, you know, that's not something you're going to find every day. Right. Yeah, um, and yeah. Well, be interested in, you know, I'm sure we'd be interested in your um, thoughts on that subject. I, too, so. And also, we, 
um, I don't know how we're going time-wise, but we thought we had found that and then it turned into a three-way connection, which was also fucking with my mind in the sense that, you know, people want a relationship with you and then somebody puts and – and, and I – was getting emotions and it was confusing and it was yeah, it was it was yeah. a very difficult path when people are trying to well, we were so new and three of us were getting on so well and one wasn't and it was I found that really confusing yeah. when you add it into all the newness it was just well I guess yeah. our, well my my sort of perfect thing would be um a couple that um everyone likes each other and we all like each other, you know, we would like each other if we met each other outside the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If we end up having, having playtimes, that's great, Yeah, you know. But if we if it doesn't, that's great. Yeah. 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 No, I think that, I mean, you, you've you described what a lot of people are looking for. Yeah. And I think it is very well, hard to, to find. That? Have we found that? <laughs> We've found bits and pieces of it. Yeah. And oh, we've, yeah. We've, I mean, we've made it, amazing it, it, friends and we've had it, amazing experiences. And it's, but it takes time to find the right people. And it takes yeah. time and patience. And I think it's also understanding that with those people, it can be like that for a while and then it can fade out either on one end or the other and it can come back in. And that, that like, that to us is the mark of like a true. Like a true friendship is that if it if it fades out for a little while and then it comes back and it's like you picked up where you left off and like yeah. that's okay mm-hmm. you know and it's or that the dynamic shifts and changes over time but you're still friends like that's just like an old mate yeah you know? exactly you're all you're all mates you've had since we were kids you know mm-hmm. you're always going to be friends it's not always going to be quite the same People but, and, but that's why i would disagree with you i don't think i'm looking for the four-way connection because i like i think the four-way connection would threaten oh all, but all i meant was as a friendliness thing you know that if all both both the men and both the ladies Everyone likes each other. But we no, have that. We yeah, have yeah. that with some sure. of our lifestyle yeah. friends. I thought you meant a four-way connection where everyone is sort of... No, no, just... Like, like the couple that we listened to that where you had three podcasts in a week recently. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're not... Um, I guess maybe to clarify, you're not looking for a polyamorous, we're going to start dating another couple. A four-way friendship yeah. we've found yeah. already. Yeah. A four-way connection I think would be... Oh, well, right. it, I mean, it kind of is a four-way friendship is a type of connection, right? It's just yeah. maybe so, you're, you're not planning to go, you know, into more of the polyamorous route. And that's okay. No. That's what works for you. But I, I will warn you, uh, none of the people in that dynamic were looking for what they found either. So exactly. be aware. I, exactly, that's what I'm saying. I, that, I, I understand exactly what you mean yeah. when you said that it, it's... You never know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and when... And when one, it, one wife should be enough for any block. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being, when, when the three-way connection came up and, and the husband said, I, you know, can I pursue a relationship with me? And we had to discuss that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that was really challenging, particularly because I was the lagger mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense of how we were approaching the lifestyle. Yeah. It was kind, it was difficult because mm. I didn't want to be there and then I've got feelings and there's feelings and... Yeah. And and to clarify, you weren't the one who was being left out. You were you were one of the three who was going to be part of the three-way connection. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it was it was it was the bromance plus me. Uh, that, in a non in yeah, a yeah, routine no, way. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. It was the, the brotherly yeah, yeah. connection and then the, the so that it was, it was it was confronting. I found that quite scary. Yeah. But it sounds like I mean, obviously, you've been through ups and downs and and uh, a lot of different emotions. But you've always it sounds like even though it's difficult, you've been able to get, seek the help of a counselor, get some help talking through all of these things, figuring out how to handle some of the emotions, and also admit that you screw up and that. Think you know, not everyone's perfect, and even from here on out, you still might make mistakes in the future. But you have a, a solid foundation that you're able to to talk to each other and it, and and seek help when you need it. I think that's a key point that I wanted to mention because people are afraid to seek help, and um, it's can you know, as you probably can attest to, it's really it can be. Um, very important in how you move forward. And I think we were in a a little bit of a privileged position in that we'd sought help. Um, I come, we're both lawyers, but I come from somewhat of a medical background before I became a lawyer. Um, And my approach has always been seek therapy before you need it rather than after. So we'd already been to see a therapist for, um, you know, prophylactically for other things. So for us, for me to say I think we need to go and see a therapist was just a continuation of the maintenance that we'd always had in the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't. um, What I'd add to that, um, Emma um, and Em, and, and Finn too, I'm not excluding you, <laughs> um, that it was, you know, we were very, very lucky that we found a therapist who was... Um, Especially where we live. Not judgmental, open to the lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. And, it, you know, again, I'm not trying to tell other people how to run their lives because Christ knows I can, I'm in no position to do so. But I do think that the selection of a therapist is very important because if you found somebody who was, oh, you know, you need to go and read your Bible a little bit and, um, you know, get yourselves back on a track. And I'm not I'm not dismissing, you know, religion. I'm a religious person myself, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. But, 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 but that's not what you want to um, hear. You, you, you want somebody who is not saying, oh, my God, you, you know, you should both go and incinerate yourselves immediately. Right. Yeah. You want somebody who's who's open. You mean you need to find a really great sex-positive counsellor, yeah. which we were lucky enough yeah. to do. And, yeah, and that's not necessarily an easy thing to do, depending right. on where you are. No, it's not. And it, I think the other thing is you need, you know, if you are seeking a counsellor or therapist, uh, 
you know, if, if you try someone and it's not the right fit, don't be afraid to change and yeah. try and someone done, else. We have done that in the past, not on yeah. this particular occasion. Having said that, to go to a therapist and say, uh, you know, we've, we'd been with therapists before, but to go and say, we've opened up our marriage, we've become swingers, um, we've had sex outside our marriage, was a terrifying for me to actually say, like to actually verbalise it to someone. And I was hoping she would ask Dave first, like, why are you here? And she said, M, why are you here? And I had to say, oh. <laughs> you know, to be able to, it took a, takes guts to say yeah. because we've had sex outside our marriage and we've broken our marriage vows and we're, we were, we're Christians and we're married and, you know, that was tough. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was a. We might have had yeah. to have a, start, a heart starter at the pub before we went in. <laughs> I think the other thing is that, the, um, you know, from from my perspective, being the being the by far the most um, rule breaking and you know naughty one, um, is don't don't expect you're going to go to therapy and get patted on the head and say, oh, you know, um, Steve, you're a very good boy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go, start, go home. Um, yeah. You know. Be prepared to go and hear some things that you don't that you don't want to hear, yeah. because you're not there to, you're not there to be patted on the back. You're there to be helped, yeah. um, and and helping can sometimes be hearing things that you don't want to hear. Yeah, um, well, and it takes guts and also the willingness to to grow and and reflect on yourself. And it and it's not it's not easy. Yeah, uh, um, somebody else can be can be harder than hearing it from your own, you know, Jiminy right. Cricket. Right? Yes, yes. Right. Now, we want to share with you one story before we leave yes. because I'm where the time is going, but our outing story. I was actually just going to ask you that because I, I know that we need to wrap up, but I want to hear that story because if we don't ask you, listeners will ask us why we didn't ask you. <laughs> so, so. Well, we don't want your listener. To be left hanging. Right, exactly. Right. That's Lauren and Richard who say they have one listener. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Our dear listener. No. Um, so we thought it would be a great idea to, uh, I don't, we didn't even think. That's the general story of our life. We don't think. For Anyway, we had, we had Steve's 50th in the remote town at the top of Western Australia and invited sort of 10 vanilla couples that we'd been friends with for 20 odd years, 30 odd years, forever. And it ended up more like, we didn't expect a lot of people to travel. And and it's one of those things, everyone kindly came, but then all of our swinging friends also came and we've since realised it was a really bad idea to mix the two because Steve's present for his 50th was a, um, a foam cannon. Because when we were at the Desire, at Desire, they had a foam cannon. Were you there for, yes. when the foam yeah. cannon comes yeah. on? So, so we got home and Steve says, I have to have one of those foam cannons. So we, we buy a freaking foam cannon that arrives in a container from China that we had. A lovely man in China made it for me. <laughs> and, 
And so it comes, it gets trapped all the way up north and it dissolves bikinis, this thing. It's crazy. It just, the bubbles yeah, can you, come out. And can, can, can you believe that? <laughs> how, it, how it work? Not no. <laughs> we get back to the house from this party, which we'd had on the beach, and there's enormous tide. So you've got to get off the beach, otherwise you're going to get swept away. So then we come back to our house. And I'm in the pool, the foam cannon's going. One of our friends says, your husband is in the kitchen kissing one of your guests. And I went, okay. So it seems we're going there. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but that was sort of, so then the northwest swingers kind of think it's all on and all of our vanilla friends have eyes like, those big poppy goldfish whose eyes stick out the side of their head. Tell them what was said the next morning. Oh, because that night we'd done a fundraiser and we'd we'd asked everybody to, the birthday was on the Saturday and on the Friday night we'd done a fundraiser for um, um, kids with cancer and charity charity, and asked everyone to contribute. Anyway, tell them what. Anyway, the next night. This is our mate who's giving the speech at the 50th. when my, my... Lovely old friend that I've known for, you know, since we were teenagers, was giving the 50th speech. Said, I woke up this morning and I I turned over to my wife and I said, I'm hungry and I'm a little bit disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the night before. Of the antics that he'd seen. So, you know, there you go. No, but then then he says at the 50th, because he was delivering the speech, he said, and thank you to everyone who donated to X and X Foundation. We're not quite sure about where the money's going. We think it's going to the town swingers society, however, moving right (laughs) along. So you so you mixed you mixed your lifestyle friends with your vanilla friends with a foam cannon. With a foam cannon and then started making out with them and, and then, probably and, drinks. And then the whole thing devolved. Yes. And excellent strategy. Wow. <laughs> That's a really good idea. It's just like a whole it's like a whole lifestyle journey. It's been an excellent strategy pin from Beginning to end. <laughs> so well, what when you mix those groups and then like stuff started happening, like what did you think was gonna happen? Of course those vanilla friends were gonna find happen? out. What did well, you think was gonna happen? I didn't really this know, is, but thinking is, about it now. This is prior to the pe- petrol is, and matches. <laughs> prior to the therapy where I said you have to choose, yeah. by which stage I'm involuntarily outed. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a with the benefit of hindsight, it wasn't a cut plan. <laughs> well, I, I but think... But any time you want some top quality, well thought out legal advice, just give me a... <laughs> yeah. you, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> well, I, I think that we have learned a lot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> About what not to do. I think... I think um, but I think, but also more, parts of what to do when what, you screw up. What to do, but I also think it's important for people to hear that 
when they make a mistake that they're not the only ones who've ever made a mistake. And I know that that, that is a, that is truly a valuable lesson. And I, I, I do mean that. I, I mean that sincerely. Yes. So. I wish people could see your face. I, I'm trying to be serious here and nobody takes me serious. So, well, thank you both for sharing a lot of information and yeah. a lot of things and, 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 and a beautiful story, whether it went perfect or not. Yeah. It seems like, you, it seems like you've ended so. up in a pretty good spot at the moment. And we're, we're happy to hear that even with all those mistakes that you can bring it around and still be laughing together and enjoying date nights out. So thanks for spending your date night with us. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, and we know, we also know like reliving some of that is not always easy. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing. But it is everyone. funny. It so is funny. You. It's very funny. And I tell you what, there's nothing we like better than laughing at ourselves. Oh, no, if, you, if you can't laugh at yourself, do not get into the lifestyle. In fact, better still, don't be born. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect advice and a, and a wonderful Wait ending now. Yeah. So. Thank you, guys. Okay, guys. Yeah, thank you both. Have a wonderful night. Have, yeah. We'll have a wonderful day here, and uh, we thank will be so in much. touch. Okay. <laughs> and we're back, right? We are back. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Thanks to MNC for sharing their Emily. story. Emily. Well, she calls herself M, so I keep I, calling herself M. It's just fun to interrupt you. <laughs> Uh, we had a blast talking to them, and yes, we hope that everyone learned some things from this story as well. Especially and they hope that too. What a toaster strudel is, <laughs> if you were not aware. Yep. That was the main takeaway today: toaster strudels versus pop tarts. Okay. <laughs> not spon- not sponsored by either. I was going to say there's a lot of other takeaways. Unless you're listening, <laughs> we're we're open. <laughs> to be sponsored by one of them. Anyway, a couple quick announcements before we wrap up. First, SECheck.com. If you're looking for a place to go get tested for STDs, please check out the link at our at our resources page. You can get $10 off your testing panel. It's super quick and easy. Um, you don't have to have that awkward conversation with your doctor and you get re- your results very quickly. So Via text. Yeah, so go check that out. Second. You're pointing at me. It's not my underwear. <laughs> no. Uh, we, we've also uh, had some conversations with The Enclosed, which is uh, with the founder of The Enclosed, uh, which is a mail order subscription based lingerie gifting service. Right. So they actually sent me a pair and it was super cool. They're boxed really beautifully, they're really comfortable. Anyway, thanks for that. No, I'm just <laughs> totally kidding. Wow. <laughs> You can, we, get, you can get $25 off if you use the offer code EMMA25. And, yeah, give them a try. They're not necessarily a sponsor of the show. They just are offering the listeners this, and it was a, we'd like to support another small business. So please check them out. They're awesome, and uh, we're happy to be supporting their cause. Yep. And next week, we have an interview with Kenneth. It's a good one. Yes. If you don't believe me, come back next week. It's but a really good one. I will say the description self-described the the best way <laughs> that he described himself. Amish, atheist, polyamorist. Yep. That's exactly what he said. All in one neat little bundle. Yeah. Or non-monogamous too. 
Yes. So uh, you, uh, we don't talk much, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, he takes he, over the show in a good way. And we both kind of just listened. listened in awe. And so we hope you enjoyed as much as we did, and we're excited about that one. Yep, so come back next week, everyone. We will see you then. Thanks for listening.